Good morning, friends. Today is Thursday, the 12th of November, 2020. Our readings for this morning are Psalms 23 and 27, Joel 2, 21 through 27, James 1, 1 through 15, and the Gospel of Luke, chapter 15, verses 1 and 2, and 11 through 32. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. <clears throat> God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God is the rock of our salvation. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to God with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture, and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. God is the rock of our salvation. O oh, come, let us worship. Psalm 23 God is my shepherd, I shall not want. God makes me lie down in green pastures, leads me beside still waters, restores my soul. God leads me in right paths for God's name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. 
Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of God my whole life long. Psalm 27 God is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? God is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to devour my flesh, my adversaries and foes, they shall stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war rise up against me, yet I will be confident. One thing I asked of God that I will seek after, to live in the house of God all the days of my life to behold the beauty of God and to inquire in God's temple. For God will hide me in God's shelter in the day of trouble. God will conceal me under the cover of their tent. God will set me high on a rock. Now my head is lifted up above all my enemies around me, and I will offer in God's tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to God. Hear, O God, when I cry aloud. Be gracious to me and answer me. Come, my heart says, seek God's face. Your face, God, do I seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger, you who have been my help. Do not cast me off. Do not forsake me, O God of my salvation. If my parents forsake me, God will take me up. Teach me your way, O God, and lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Do not give me up to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and they are breathing out violence. I believe that I shall see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Joel, chapter 2, verses 21 through 27. Do not fear, O soil. Be glad and rejoice, for God has done great things. Do not fear, you animals of the field. For the pastures of the wilderness are green. The tree bears its fruit. The fig tree and the vine give their full yield. O children of Zion, be glad and rejoice in God. For God has given the early rain for your vindication. God has poured down for you abundant rain, the early and the later rain as before. The threshing floors shall be full of grain. The vats shall overflow with wine and oil. I will repay you for the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army which I sent against you. You shall eat and be plenty and satisfied, and praise the name of your sovereign God, who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be again be put to shame. You shall know that I am in the midst of you, and that I, your God, I am the only one, and there is no other, and my people shall never again be put to shame. Then afterward I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. 
Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Even on the male and female slaves in those days I will pour out my spirit. I will show portents in the heavens and on the earth, blood and fire and columns of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the great and terrible day of God comes. Then everyone who calls on the name of God shall be saved, for in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there shall be those who escape, as God has said, and among the survivors shall be those whom God calls. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle J, A Song of Judith I will sing a new song to my God, for you are great and glorious, wonderful in strength, invincible. Let the whole creation serve you, for you spoke, and all things came into being. You sent your breath, and it formed them. No one is able to resist your voice. Mountains and seas are stirred to their depths. Rocks melt like wax at your presence. But to those who fear you, you continue to show mercy. No sacrifice, however fragrant, can please you, but whoever fears God shall stand in your sight forever. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from James, chapter 1, verses 1 through 15. James, a servant of God and of our Savior Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes in the dispersion. Greetings. My siblings, whenever you face trials of any kind, consider it nothing but joy, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and that and let endurance have its full effect, so that you may be mature and complete, lacking in nothing. If any one of you is lacking in wisdom, ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given to you. But ask in faith, never doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For the doubter, being double-minded and unstable in every way, must not expect to receive anything from God. Let the believer who is lowly boast in being raised up, and the rich in being brought low, because the rich will disappear like a flower in the field. For the sun rises with its scorching heat and withers the field. Its flower fails and its beauty perishes. It is the same way with the rich. In the midst of a busy life, they will wither away. Blessed is anyone who endures temptation. Such a one has stood the test and will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love God. No one, when tempted, should say, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, and God himself tempts no one. But one is tempted by one's own desire, being lured and enticed by it. Then, when that desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin, and that sin, when it is fully grown, gives birth to death. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle R, a song of true motherhood. God chose to be our mother in all things, and so made the foundation of their work, 
most humbly and most pure in the virgin's womb. God, the perfect wisdom of all, arrayed themselves in this humble place. Christ came in our poor flesh to share a mother's care. Our mothers bear us for pain and for death. Our true mother, Jesus, bears us for joy and endless life. Christ carried us within them in love and travail until the full time of Christ's passion. And when all was completed and Christ had carried us so for joy, still all this could not satisfy the power of God's wonderful love. All that we owe is redeemed in truly loving God. For the love of Christ works in us. Christ is the one whom we love. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ, according to Luke. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 15, verses 1 and 2, and 11 through 32. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus said, There was a person who had two children. The younger of them said to the parent, Give me the share of the property that will belong to me. So the person divided their property between their children. A few days later, the younger gathered all they had and traveled to a distant country and there squandered their property in dissolute living. When they had spent everything, a severe famine took place throughout that country and they began to be in need. So they went out and hired themselves out to one of the citizens of that country who sent them into the fields to feed the pigs. This younger one would gladly have filled themselves with the pods that the pigs were eating, and no one gave this one anything. But when they came to themselves, they said, Wait, how many of my parents' hired hands have bread enough and to spare? But here I am dying of hunger. I will get up and go to my parent, and I will say to them, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your child. Treat me like one of your hired hands. So they set off and went to their parent. But while they were still far off, their parent saw them and was filled with compassion. They ran and put their arms around the youngest one and kissed them. Then the youngest said to their parent, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your child. But the parent said to their slaves, Quickly, bring out a robe, the best one, and put it on my child. Put a ring on their finger and sandals on their feet. And get the fatted calf and kill it, and let us eat and celebrate. For this child of mine was dead and is alive again, was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now the older child was in the field, and when they came and approached the house, they heard music and dancing. They called one of the slaves and asked what was going on. The slave replied, Your sibling has come, and your parent has killed the fatted calf, because your parent has got their child back safe and sound. 
Then the older became angry and refused to go in. Their parent came out and began to plead with them. But they answered, Listen, for all these years I have been working like a slave for you, and I have never disobeyed your command. Yet you have never given me even a young goat so that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this child of yours came back, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fatted calf for them. Then the parents said to them, Child, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. But we had to celebrate and rejoice, because this sibling of yours was dead and came back to life, was lost and has been found. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. I have a few thoughts on the readings today. Let me see if I can kind of put them together. First, I would like to go to Psalm 27. Yes, Um, verse 4. One thing I asked of God that I will seek after, to live in the house of God all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of God and to inquire in God's temple. This reminds me of, um, and forgive me, I don't have time to look it up, but something that the Episcopal Church says, and it, I might be getting the exact phrasing wrong, but it's, it, the meaning is to the effect of, we don't have all the answers, but we'll walk with you while you ask the questions. And I think that's so important because relationship with God means seeking God. It means asking and searching and finding. And while it is very individual, we also do it within a community. So we all seek and find God on our own, but at the same time, and at the same time, we have as companions each other, as faith companions, as spiritual friends. And God is so good that God gives us the right people at the right time. And sometimes it's only for a season or sometimes it's only for one need or one um, instance, but it is such a blessing to walk alongside each other. And so this, this phrase put me in mind of that. And then later on in this, in this Psalm, the Psalmist towards the end speaks out and really does a beautiful job of holding the tension between God, you have done so many great things for me. And yet I am still afraid of being abandoned by you. You have shown me over and over again that you come through for me, that you do not leave me. And yet I am still afraid. And it's this crying out that I think that should give us heart and should normalize for us our fears and allow us to give them to God and lay them on God. And then when we go to Joel, it's almost as if Joel is answering the psalmist. Because Joel says over and over, not to be afraid. And the point here, I think, is that, that yes, God has and, and is and will do. And, and this reminder, and I think, I think that's what we do when we're spiritual companions or when we're helpers, even often when we are therapists or doctors, the beautiful thing that we do for each other is to remind each other. We remind each other of things that, that we know, um, either in our memories or in our bodies, things that we have covered up or forgotten. And by covered up, I don't mean like swept under the rug, doing a cover up job. 
I mean more that like time or other experience or busyness has obscured the knowledge that we have within our divine selves, our holistic spirit, soul, body, heart, mind, person. Which brings me to our reading from James, which includes a warning about withering away in the midst of a busy life. And I think this gets at the heart of the issue of all of the layers of things that stand between us and our knowing, our knowing of truth, our knowing of God, our knowing of selves, our busy lives and the, the quest, as we talked a couple days ago, for mortal sustenance, for that hierarchy of needs, right, that we talk about in, um, well, in many disciplines, but food and clothing and shelter and then all the other stuff we pile on it. This quest, this busyness, I think is, I should say this non-spiritual questing, this busyness is the main thing that, that gets in the way that obscures. And we've got to find a way to set aside, to sanctify, to make space for time with God, quiet time, time to hear, time to be in conversation with, time to just be in companionship with God, in God's presence, and fully present to ourselves. And I think that this relates also to what our gospel story is saying. And, you know, the, the prodigal child is, is one that we've heard over and over again. But I think, I think here I want to focus today on the joy of being reunited. And I want to invite you and myself and all of us to be reunited with our divine selves and with God busyness of life, the urgent quest for mortal survival, especially right now during such a time of stress and strife, I invite you to create today just a 20-minute space, a sacred and sanctified space the way that I encircle that space is through prayer because I believe that in my experience, I have learned, I guess is the better way to say that, I have to be really intentional about clearing the space and also fencing the space that I am inviting God and God alone into that space. I don't want to be encountering anything else. I have a, enough encounters. Um, and I especially don't want to be encountering any counter-influencing spirits. And I believe that, that that does happen. There's a counter energy, however you want to put it. I know that some of my fundamentalist brothers and sisters um, personify it as the devil. But however you think of it, I want that space to be cleared. I want to be inviting God, the Holy Trinity, the Creator, the Incarnate, and the Holy Spirit alone into that space. So for me... I have to prepare the space by praying it. I, um, 
what I love to do best actually is say the daily office in preparation of the space. And then after saying the daily office, have some quiet time with God. I'm not going to get to do that this morning, which is, you know, signifies that this is something I'm working on too. I certainly don't have this figured out, but all of that being said, however it is that you prepare the space, first set aside the time and then prepare the space and then spend just 20 minutes in quiet with God today. And I have joyful expectation of the bliss of being reunited with God and with your own divine holistic self. May the Holy Spirit bless this invitation and the time that we spend with God today. I am thankful for the time that we spend together, my friends. May you go forth in love and light. May we go forth, all of us, in love and light. Amen. Let us now affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. And let us use, as we have been, the prayers from the Iona worship book, or rather the Iona Abbey worship book, in place of our suffrages. We begin on page 12 of the Iona Abbey worship book. Into your care, O God, we place those whom we love, those for whom we worry, those from whom in time or place or affection we are distant. Into your care, O God, we place what grieves us and what inspires us and fills us with hope. Into your care, O God, we give ourselves. God bless to us our bodies. God bless to us our souls. God bless to us our lives. God bless to us our belief. Let us share the prayer that Jesus taught us in our own language or preferred version. Our creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us in the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. May the blessing of light be upon us, light without and light within. May the moon, sun, and stars shine on us and warm every heart till it glows like a great fire so that strangers and friends may come in and find welcome. May light shine out from our eyes like a candle set in a window. And may God bless us with goodness and loving kindness. Amen. The Collect for Proper 27. O God, whose blessed incarnate came into the world, 
that they might destroy the works of the devil and make us children of God and heirs of eternal life. Grant that, having this hope, we may purify ourselves as Christ is pure, that when Christ comes again with power and great glory, we may be made like Christ in their glorious and eternal dominion, where they lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A Collect for the Renewal of Life O God, Sovereign Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. And let us use as our prayer for mission the prayer attributed to St. Francis. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is sadness, joy. I'm sorry, where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console. To be understood as to understand. To be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. And it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Let us say together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, giver of all mercies. We, your co-creators, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And, we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ, our Savior, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. And the prayer of St. Chrysostom. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord, to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. Glory to God whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. We live without fear. Our creator has made us holy, has always protected us and loves us as a good mother. We go now in peace to follow the good road and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.